0: The Christians and the pagans sat
1: together at the table, finding faith and common ground the best that they were able. Just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said, sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and God.
2: Welcome to Faith and Common Ground. I'm your host, Pastor Jesse Kearns.
3: And I'm your host, Priestess Witch Amber St. Clair. Here we provide listeners with interfaith inspirations and solutions to navigate the present and our future.
2: We'll do this by seeking out those in our community and throughout the world who are able to provide innovative and inspiring voices to address topics concerning our greatest environmental, social, and spiritual challenges.
3: This is our radical hospitality table, where we host a diversity of views that often reflect our pagan and Christian traditions, as well as the interfaith and nonfaith communities.
2: We're committed to strengthening bonds among faith groups and service to the community. We're always looking for opportunities to build relationships across lines of difference and ways to promote cooperation and community efforts that reflect the shared values of our diverse traditions.
3: We aspire to inspire healthy living through the nurture of mind, body, and spirit, and deepening our connection to each other and our ever-changing planet. Welcome Welcome to to our our table. table.
2: So our guests at the table this morning are Josh Shelton and Sam Palenza, and they're the author and illustrator of children's books in the I Am Adventure series. Josh spent many years as a general building contractor, but his heart was always pulling at him towards the creative arts, and late one night at his home in Forest Ranch, Josh received a download of inspiration, and it hit Josh that the way we make the changes to our planets that we so desperately need is through the education of our children. And so he collaborated with his friend and illustrator, Sam Palenza, and the I Am Adventure series was born. And as I was shopping downtown, I bought uh, a copy of Imagine a World, which is the second book in the series, and I met Sam, and I read it, and I resonated, and I said, hey, we got to have these guys on the show. And so Josh and Sam, welcome to the table. We are so blessed to be here. It's exactly where we're meant to be. Thank
3: you. Good morning guys. Good morning. Um, so tell us about yourselves and what inspired you to write, imagine and, and illustrate, imagine a world.
1: Well, that's a, that's a large question. I'll try to keep it brief, but it's just basically the time came to answer the heart's call. Um, you, you look out in the world, there's no shortage of change that needs to be made. And, and when you realize that change starts, within um i just kind of had to take action and you know that on top of a pile of synchronicities that guided me back into the path of my dear friend sam it just was an idea whose time had come and so you know it's listening to the heart and then not only listening but taking action and then you know we feed off each other the creative process it was just kind of like a, a divine fire and um it, you know, I don't see it going out anytime soon. That's, that's
0: kind of my, my offering there. Um, I was, uh, I was <laughs> in terms of, uh, history is like you said, that's a pretty big question, but, uh, Josh and I actually went to high school together here at PV.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: and junior high, um, ended up growing up playing soccer and we, um, through many moments, I've been married and divorced twice, and I uh, have moved away several times from from Chico, but ended up finding my way back here, and when I came back, it was in a moment where I was beginning stages of what you call your awakening process, and uh, I was starting to see the world in a different light, and uh, began to realize uh, my own potential in in how what I can bring to the table, and, uh, and it was, like I say it was through uh, multiple encounters with... Uh, each other after moving back to Chico that we were able to come up with this this idea Um, uh, one of I think I think one of the cool things I love about the experience was the the trigger Um, because I've always been an artist I've, Mm -hmm. I've loved to do art ever since I was a kid but I never I never took it to the point where I was doing it for a living because I never at that point when I was early on my mom kept pushing me in that direction and I didn't want it to be taken and used uh, and, and kind of distorted in a sense for right. money. Uh, it was something I wanted to hold as my own hobby, my own thing, and and it quickly realized that as I came back into the picture that I, uh, you know, bringing myself more awake into the life world of of this chaotic vision that we're all participating in. Sure. Um, that I realized that that was where I needed to be, and I needed to be sharing this gift that I've been given. Um, with people that, uh, that need it. And <clears throat> so I started diving back into my drawings, and I started drawing. Uh, I'm really drawn to nature, and so I, uh, I started drawing a lot of trees for some reason. I just kept getting, as we call it, a download of these trees. Yeah. And so uh, I drew this one on a big poster board, uh, this, this big tree out of uh, just pen, and uh, had a heart hanging from it. Um, and uh, I had it sitting on my bed, and Josh walked in, uh, came over to my house one day. I uh, Can't remember if it was before or day of oh, work yeah, or something. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, it was awesome. But uh, he walked in and he just he uh, he exploded uh, and uh, and uh, yeah. We'll let him continue. Yeah,
1: because yeah, so the backstory to that is 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 month or so prior to I've always written similar to Sam arts poetry writing. The, that's just my heart's desire. So I've always written and then I've always had a passion for children. So I had written. You know via download form lots of times late at night um, these concepts these stories um, basically poetry that address some of the core issues whether you're children or adults and uh the first one i had was well the first book we put out was hatred what should i be and you know before i had engaged sam because um, i can do some drawing not quite at sam's level but i was planning to create these books and the first i hadn't had a title yet um in my head it was a tree story um, but the whole concept of the book is this child keeps going back to the tree to you know, basically, as a metaphor, consulting nature, consulting his core to get the answers he's seeking, and and um and I had this vision when I walked in, visiting Sam just randomly. Um, on the, on the bed was the tree in, from my mind, mm. and so then it was right then you wanna you wanna illustrate some children's books, and it was like yeah I have a few written, and then it was just back and forth and the give and take when it comes to the storyline and everything. So yeah, that was one of many synchronicities that just let you know you are on.
2: You are you are doing what you came here to do, and then now, and keep going. And that and that uh, drawing that you were talking about, Sam, is actually the cover of the the second book, right? Is that the one that you're talking about? Well, uh, the the drawing itself
0: um, is separate. It was different. Okay. That's what sparked the vision, oh, and okay. then, but but it looks very similar. Same very yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah, this one's the you know, the one I had dra- driven our drone is uh, is 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 a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little bit smaller version of the bigger tree, so okay, yeah, it
1: was just like a trigger. You saw it, and it's almost like this whole experience, even including this moment, just like hit me in a moment. you saw it all, and there was just like a no doubt, like yeah, I, you know this is, needs to be a co-creative experience
2: here. right So uh, here's a question for you. How would you describe the primary message of this book? And, and the others that you have written, too. Yeah, so if we're talking about Imagine World first, um, I mean, it's
1: loaded with full, many messages. But the core message is the, the creative power of thought that we're literally living in a thought bubble. And, you know, it's a thought before it's manifested. So, you know, it empowers the people to, the children to really take their place as change makers and and realize that you have the capabilities to, to change the world you live in, whether that be in a large or a small scale for something personal or for something collective, but that your thoughts create whether or not they're said. And that's, that's the core of the creation and, you know, to take responsibility and, and use your thoughts to make change um so that i'd say that's the core message it's also you know riddled with unity and um concepts of unity and breaking down barriers and and trying to unite us regardless of any any type of boxes we may have built for ourselves and 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 take charge and make the change that is coming may as well take part of it because it's coming
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I've, i've got to tell you um Amber and I belong to an interfaith council in Chico, mm-hmm. California. And uh, it, it's a diverse group. A lot of interfaith councils are just, you know, some Christians and maybe a token Jewish person or something like that. But we've got a very diverse interfaith council, and we've got pagans and Buddhists and what have you on there. And so we had imagine a a world that uh, we had brought, and we were passing it around, because Amber and I were saying, this is something that we're going to put on our our next podcast. And that book went around the table really slow. I love it. (laughs) And uh, there was a person who was one of our guests there, and she was trying to get some support from the faith communities for a uh, safe space, winter shelter here. It's a, it's a uh, overnight stays for people during the really cold times of the year uh, for, for people who don't have a roof. And she quoted your book. She had, I can't remember the specific quote, but she quoted that book because that's where the book had stopped. She had held onto that thing for quite a while. So see, those are the ripples. That's the connect that's, you know, the
1: ripples just, just go.
3: So I'm curious cause I know how it works when you're doing the work that you're called to do the universe reciprocates all that good energy back to you. And I'm curious how that's been showing up in your guys' lives.
1: What a, what a wonderful question. It's, um, how it's shown up in so many forms in, in connection. We've, we've landed with in the classrooms, uh, just hands on with the children with these messages. Um, that's been one of the more, um, you know, exciting things. Really, like wow! Like look, look at the platform that this is creating here, um, and look who we're able to touch and engage. And um, it's also um, just a personally been more liberating that the the result of of saying the heck with it. I'm, you know, going all in on the heart, and let's see where this goes. Um, man, that question just daily with with people that in your life um, hearing remarks from parents that bought some of these books for the kids and saying, well, yeah, I mean, my kid enjoyed it, but I, I think I needed this book, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it goes just from the small conversation to being in front of 30 children in a classroom, um, just engaging them in, you know,
2: an enlightened, positive activity. So uh, how do you get invited to these? I mean, it's just people reading the books and saying, we got to have this, these guys in our, in our uh, classroom?
0: As we've gone through this process of, of creating the books, um, w- what, one thing that has come to understanding is this, this, this thought of action. In, in con- running in, in parallel with, with this, this concept of faith that we, go, we constantly are addressing throughout our experience, we, we came to this moment of realizing that, yeah, faith and believing in something that you, you can't see or tangibly hold uh, is is relevant, but action is just as relevant as having that faith. Because whether you choose to believe to vector in this energy and 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 see what this universe is going to bring you, um, sitting there without doing anything is one way of going about it. Engage it. Engage, but but if you wish for it to actually take hold and and actually start to. Uh, what sort of snowball effect, S, and, and, and and roll through it really quickly? You have to take action, and so as we've uh, as we've come into um, uh, having these books in our hand after taking all the action to get them, uh, we realized that they weren't going to sell themselves, <laughs> and yeah. so we had to actually take the next step, and and actually pr- bringing them to the schools. Um, we started with the school, my son's school, and. Josh's school, and we went in there and we talked with the principals, and we had a moment with them to be able to uh, see about coming in and actually creating some sort of uh, workshops and things we can do with the children, so we went in there free of charge to try and get this thing going.
1: Yeah, and uh, so Shasta School has been awesome, Forest Ranch Charter School, we have assemblies, Scheduled in February at anti, for Anti-Bullying Week at Rosedale. I dropped off um, some books with the uh, Kelly Staley the School Superintendent, and she loves them. And we're going to be in the future sitting down district wide um, and coming up with a, a plan, you know, to cover it all. But yeah, it's Ground Zero. It's proof of the ripples. It's right to this point. It's been word of mouth and sharing. I see these books are like portals, and you take from them where you are at consciously. They can just be a great read, or they can, you know, open up some some dormant areas in your mind. And most people that have read them, we've, our response has been great. And we've been invited in, you know, the principal at Shasta invited us in school wide. Um, And basically so far everyone we've reached out to has, that's been the case.
3: I'm so glad that you guys took that inspiration and put it into action because as I'm sure you've experienced, we all get these downloads. Mm -hmm. Everyone's getting downloads all the time. But what often happens is if you don't pick it up, someone else will. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that you guys took it by the reins and went forward because you brought us a beautiful gift. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's download is very much a part of it. And then someone like Sam was just mentioning that engaging that download, taking action and pretty soon that, that space between that spiritual place, wherever you get your inspiration from and yourself kind of dissolves. And it's just a fluid process where you are taking action and creating from that place
3: in flow
2: in flow. So what do you believe are the greatest challenges that children face today? Ooh, well,
1: I mean, I, it's the same challenges we all face, I guess, though, perceived through the children's consciousness. I, you know, man, there's no shortage. To me, it's to remain, to have an organic experience, to, to remain connected, to to be, you know, I hate to say the word program, but be programmed properly. Um, when you look out, you know, at the role models and, you know, in many cases, their own homes, um, I guess their main challenge would be to remain authentic and um remember who they are you know you hear there's that old adage you say who were you before you were told what you should be you know as adults we find ourselves trying to unlearn you know we keep thinking like oh we're waking up we're waking up or um you know you becoming enlightened In many many cases you're just remembering what you were um you know deprogramming yourself so that i guess the short answer would be to to um, have an organic, natural experience and, um, you know, to be educated, not indoctrinated. And there's a lot out there. So it starts it starts within. It starts within. It starts at home. It starts um, within themselves. To, to remain empowered and to see themselves as equals um, with all those other big people, sometimes often crazy people running around them. <laughs> right.
0: You know, I often um, I think about this, too. On a, in a sense that, you know, to, to every coin, there's two sides. And so uh, one of the things I do see, uh, although there are all these challenges going on in the world, technologically, uh, socially, um, economically, politically, all these challenges that are rising, I do believe that it's the children that are actually going to take us out of this experience and bring us into a whole new light um, because they are so rich in the light Uh, They're surrounded by it and so the polarity that they have to be exposed to is going to create such an experience for them to where they have to Really figure it out once they start to come into their own consciousness and as they do it they're going to do it a lot quicker than Say our generation or the generations that preceded ours that that have slowly Kind of evolved through this experience. I think we are reaching a critical point where the, these children, although they are facing these challenges, I think that there's something about them mm-hmm. during this time frame on this planet that's going to allow for them to assist with the creating of a whole new beautiful world for ourselves. Yeah, and those challenges are
1: like, just like Sam said there, What what's a challenge is an opportunity. And then when it get, one more quick thing that came in, I was listening to Sam speak and I, I was basically listening to his inner child. And that's a big part of this is that okay, where do you, what point do you not become a child? What's the age? What's this? What's that? What responsibility? It's the awakening, the inner child. It's the awakening of the child within um, us all. And so the children of the planet will get us where we need to be. And that doesn't just mean that they're the little small ones. (laughs) It's all of us.
3: I've noticed with my kids having access to the internet for their whole life, which is something I did not have, right? They um, are way more open, loving, accepting, less judgmental, less dogmatic. They are, it's amazing how much, even though there's a lot of negative that goes with the internet and technology, it also has a positive, just like everything in life, and it's how they use it.
1: Totally agree. It's not they say it's the bomb isn't the problem it's the human finger that could push the bomb you know it's yeah, yeah. so it, it's what what are you using the technology for and that's where as adults that can be guides to these children they just you know to, to not manage them just maybe guide them in the right direction because you're absolutely right um the technology can provide for a platform that dissolves diversity and, and it allows them to filter through their through their consciousness what 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 talks to them what they want in the world and then that's what we do is empower them to realize that they have an imprint on this planet and it's not small
3: um so last question it's kind of two parts we are really about solutions on this show. We all know what the problems are. You can't look anywhere without hearing about the problems. But one of the things we love about your book is that it is solution-oriented. And so we're asking, what kind of words of encouragement can you give to the listeners about the most important ways we can act to change the future?
1: To, to take action and realize, I mean, it's so easy to be see these gigantic issues out there and become overwhelmed and realize that change simply starts from within and there's no such thing as a small change you have you know let your courage let your excitement be one notch greater than your fear and use your fear but just make change personally for yourself you know if you see someone else like sam you can join together just do something to make change. It doesn't have to be clean up the oceans with your hands in one fail swoop, but do something that's your passion, take action and do it for yourself. Cause you know,
0: we are all connected. So doing it for yourself is doing it
1: for the collective.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I was gonna dovetail on the the term passion um, because Mm -hmm. ultimately that's what I, my own personal journey is I was what I was sacrificing and I was doing it out of almost selfishness, in a sense. Uh, and when I quickly realized that it was my passion that I needed to dive into, that that's how I was going to change the world. Uh, you find what you're passionate about, and you do everything you can with full open heart and an open mind. And uh, and I do believe that just by doing that, the ripples that come from that uh, are beyond your your vision and so it becomes an infinite effect upon the reality that you are existing in and i think that's a big part of what's out there right now that's that has kept us where we're at uh, thus far is because there's this there's this picture being constantly painted through the media and all of these things on how in a sense how powerless we we are when really we are more powerful than they
2: give us credit for that's true. That is the message that seems to be brought: is you are powerless, and you should be afraid. You know, yeah. keep you in fear. Love is greater than
1: fear. Yes.
3: I like to thank you for the gift, uh, passion, and action. That I'm taking that with me. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. So, tell me, wh- what projects do you have coming in the future, and how can people uh, get a hold of you or learn more about what you all are, are doing? Oh, well, we've got a lot
1: going on. We're working on the third book. Um, we have seven books written. Um, the I Am Adventure series is, it consists of four books. The first, Hey Tree, What Should I Be? Imagine a World, which was recently released. And um, Just Be, which is, is going to be a, a fun one. There's going to be some comedy in that one. And I Am the Drop in the Ocean. So we are we are working on the art um, for Just Be. We're just, just cracking the seal on that one. Um, so that's... Um, that's exciting. I'll let Sam talk about it. He's got some some awesome art paintings up around um, Chico, too, as well. So I'll let him kind of share a little yeah. bit about that.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we're just starting the Just Be artwork probably this week, uh, very soon. Um, but um, as far as projects go, uh, one of the things that I, I have blossomed into, you could say, into my passion is painting. Uh, I do a lot of painting now, and uh, it started out with just buying a tube a week so that I could uh, start to build that up and and create something for myself. But um, until the 19th of this month, my paintings are on display at the Ohm restaurant downtown.
2: Hey, that sounds like a good place to go to lunch, Amber.
0: (laughs) All right, fantastic. Yeah, you can check that out. Um, So I have that going, and then um, just as of the month of January... Um, we are, uh, displaying some of my paintings and our book, uh, book work in the front window of the Ellis art supply, uh, store. So, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, getting the word out that way through, uh, through visuals, uh, for people as they pass by. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've got, um, I've got a few other, um, uh, people that I'm doing, uh, some work for, uh, Vedix is a company here in town, uh, that just, um, asked me to do a couple pieces for their business. And so, uh, which is really exciting because this is something i've I wanted to do for my whole life was just actually follow my passion you know okay. and, and do that
2: yeah
1: um so yeah uh, it, uh, books are all around chico um they're made in chico uh, ABC books, bird in hand, the bookstore um I forgive me if I left you out they're 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 pretty well flooded out there in any place that carries books Uh, dot whitemagicbooks.net is um our website which you can get them locally and you can always message there um, at the order if you'd like it personalized um for somebody but yeah it's uh it's rolling and there's more coming we got a lot of work to
2: do great i want to thank you for being at the table this morning we appreciate the efforts that you are making to make this world better
1: oh that reciprocate that totally um thank you for doing what you do Um, We got to unite, and that's what's happening right here, right now.